Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I think this week's going to be a big test, just like last week. This could be a big, the biggest test because you don't have Jamar Chase, most likely. And, or I think it's confirmed from Jordan yep. Schultz that he'll be out, yeah. So, with just T, like you were mentioning, I mean, T last year with Burrow, was very good in Jamar Chase's absence, almost 100 yards per game. Um, he was the main guy catching, I think, nearly 10 passes a game. Will we see him lean on T that way? I'm not sure, but I think it's possible. Um, last year, the Steelers did not treat T, because that, that was one of the games that Jamar missed was against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They did not treat T as if he was Jamar. They didn't you know, give him a bracket everywhere he went or anything like that. Um, he'll get a little bit more respect than he would if Jamar was in there because they have more resources that they can allocate towards him. The run game will be big. I thought it was close in that last match. Like I know it, the results were terrible god awful but i do think that everything made sense you know like the concepts they're running made sense to me it's like yeah that's a good way to attack this front and a lot of the guys were doing all right but they would be a block away whether and it would be like a drastic loss like a guy didn't even complete whiff type of situation on almost every run play so they need to be able to get that to work in this game, I think um, last week, I thought, you know, this was a game that might be a little more low scoring this week. I kind of feel the same way going on the road to Pittsburgh for what it's worth. I do think the weather is going to be fine. I don't know. Is it? I'm gonna you're our, you're our reporter live from the scene, <laughs> live from the scene. I just, I know near me, it's going to be fine. So I know I can check the weather app and I can go on. Oh, uh, it does say Saturday, some scattered showers in Pittsburgh. And that is one of the things actually Evan McPherson had practiced today. He was practicing. Um, they were getting the ball wet to just practice. Okay. If he needs to make the game winner or they have to play in those conditions. I think that's something to watch out for. One of the difference in that matchup, the first matchup, when, when we saw Jake Brennan out there, I think there's a lot of things we can consider. It was his first real – it was his first start. You know, he came in the second half versus the Baltimore Ravens. He did okay, but obviously not enough offensively. That was kind of – I. it was going to be hard to be overcome that without Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow leaving that game. But when you look at that start, first game, conditions weren't ideal, but I'm not trying to make an excuse for, for Jake Browning. I just know that the weather wasn't perfect. 
And Chase Brown wasn't a part of the game plan there, which was really surprising. I think for us, when we talked about that game, there was a chance for Chase Brown. Hey, why not just see what you have in Chase Brown? And then finally the next game, we saw that at a Chase Brown in the Monday night football game. So that could be a factor when it comes to running the ball. And maybe they try to run the ball with Joe Mixon and Chase Brown um, without Jamar Chase out there. What do you think about this run game going into this? Like I mentioned, I, I thought it was close in the last matchup, even though the results were the worst results they've had. Um, it That game, they couldn't get going. And then it felt like panic a little bit where nothing was working. They didn't want to run the ball in second and nine, second and 10, second and eight to get a second run in there. They kind of just fed, fed in the borough offense, which you've talked a lot about. Um, and I think the addition of Chase Brown is going to be interesting. I think it's a way to attack attack Pittsburgh if they're going to get upfield at all. If they want to try to hit anything behind those really talented pass rushers, you can use Chase Brown for that most likely. Um, I think he's definitely going to add an explosive element, but if nothing is working in terms of how bad it was last time where there's nothing there and end up with a 0% success rate, two yards of carry, I'm not sure Brown is going to be a guy that you go like, oh, good, he's in there and, you know, let – you'll be able to pick up six, seven every single time he's out. Not really. He hasn't done that this year. And that's not really the back that he is for them. He's more of a guy that you could just hope for that explosive play. So in terms of keeping him ahead of the chains, it's probably going to be more on Mixon. And we'll see how it goes. I, I have some optimism about it, but also just worry just because of how bad it was, even if it, I thought it was kind of close to working out on almost all of those plays. We'll see. I I agree with you. I think I've been going into every game because after the Monday night football game, I thought, "Mm, mm, we'll see what happens. It was almost too perfect for Jake Browning. It looked great and credit to him. I do not want to take anything away from Jake Browning. I want nothing more for this team to exceed expectations after Joe Burrow went down, get in the playoffs and surprise some people on a run because anything is possible when you look at the AFC playoff picture right now. But at the same time, I keep thinking that every week, too. You go from that game, the Colts game early, then they were able to put up 30-plus, and then even early on in the Minnesota game, and then he comes back when it really mattered, you know, to to get this team ahead, to find T. Higgins, to find Jamar Chase for a first down, Tyler Boyd to put them in field goal range in overtime. It was extremely important throws, and credit to Jake Browning. I agree with you. Every single week I keep telling myself, is this going to be the moment again where I'm like, uh – he was a backup quarterback. Well, he's always going to be the backup quarterback for a reason when Joe Burrow's the starting quarterback. But out of what we, you know, our expectations in the quarterback room, I'm always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I, I would love to be wrong. Absolutely would love to be wrong. This will be an opponent that he's already seen before. It was obviously his first start. How does that look different? Because going into that first Pittsburgh Steelers game, he said, and look, he was probably, we don't know what was happening behind closed doors with the coaching staff and Jake Browning, those conversations, but he was pretty much saying, don't change the offense. Don't change anything. Make it still Joe Burrow's offense. Um, It it, it has looked different from Joe Burrow's offense and and how they're coaching Jake Browning. What, What would be the biggest difference from what we saw, how he looked and kind of the Joe Burrow style versus what he could look like on Saturday. I think one of your main differences here is just they didn't know what he was comfortable with when they asked him to drop back, and he had to drop back a lot in that game because they fell behind. They fell behind 
in terms of game script and in terms of down and distance. So there's no play action there. There's no more run game you can lean on. The screen game wasn't working. So all you have left is your drop back passing game. And when they asked him to do what Burrow did, it didn't work. There, there's a, quite a few differences in terms of what they like, but one of the main ones is just Burrow's really good at the pick a side type reads where split it down the middle. On one side, I've got my one high beater. On the other side, I've got my two high beater. He just knows sees the safety rotation, knows where to go. Browning, when they asked him to do that, went to the wrong spot. And when you go to the wrong spot, you don't have enough time to be able to completely flip over and read the other side. So he's kind of got to go turf the ball and just waste a play doing that. They haven't run any of those since the Pittsburgh game. So they're not going to be doing that. They're going to be giving him more pure progression stuff, you know, read one to two to three to four, and just kind of like, is he open? Is he open? Is he open? Work down the line. And that's really helped him. I think – this game could come down to whether or not the Bengals have a, at least for the Bengals offense to be able to play decently. I think it might come down to the run game and being able to keep him out of situations where the pass rushers can tee off on him, keep him out of situations where he has to drop back and try to read everything out, especially without Jamar chase. So if I'm the Steelers, what they did in that game was a lot of single high load the box stuff. I think they're going to do the same thing because if you're going to do that with Jamar Chase, why wouldn't you do it with without Jamar Chase in there? And maybe Browning could take advantage of that early. Maybe they can get to something early that can just be an explosive play or a shot play down the field because of that look. Uh, but when I'm thinking about what does the game maybe come down to, it's, it's in my mind for the Spangles offense is staying ahead of everything and keeping a consistent run game. It doesn't have to be, you know, like what the Bills did to the Cowboys, nothing like that, but something that's viable, something that, you know, looks okay. You know, most of the time it's working out, or at least 50% of the time your runs are pretty successful somewhere around there. It, you're not feeling like every time you run the ball is a wasted down, which is what it felt like last time these two teams played. Yeah, offensively, we'll see what it looks like without Jamar Chase. Um, but again, this is an opportunity for T Higgins to show everyone. I'm a number one wide receiver. We know how talented he is. I always say that I think the Cincinnati Bengals have two number one wide receivers. You know, when it comes to that second wide receiver outside of Tyler Boyd, when you think of some of the younger guys out there, I know I shouldn't count out Trent Nerwin, even though it really feel, feels like he hasn't been the third choice or the fourth choice and, and without even Jamar Chase out there, maybe they put him back into the game plan and make Trent and Irwin the third wide receiver. Or do you think it could be a Charlie Jones or Yoshi show for the third wide receiver? Their third wide receiver lately has pretty much been um, what Tanner Hudson, right? Like he's getting a lot of those targets, getting a lot of those receptions, getting some work. Uh, when you're talking about the actual receiver, I still think it's Irwin in my mind. I know they took that deep shot to Jones and it didn't work. They are not a team that's going to, at least I don't think that they're a team that's going to send Jones to the bench from now on because he made that mistake. They feel more like a team that's going to just kind of be like, Hey, don't do that again. You know, like let's get you out there and we'll hit it next time. Um, Yoshivas, you're hoping for it, but he really hasn't had a ton of opportunity. Now that's with most of the guys healthy, but I even think back when T was missing time, I felt like it was more Irwin than it was either of the young guys. So maybe I'm just crabby, old, old feeling, but uh, I, I still feel like it's, or at least I think the staff is going to lean on Irwin because they, they have playoff chances here and they're going to probably 
play more to win the game than they are to get young guys experience and quality reps. I can't believe I, I counted out Tanner Hudson. He is look, he's tied in number one around the NFL at times the way he's been playing. And it's been really fun to see. Um, I don't know what his future looks like. One thing I do know the Cincinnati Bengals will get him paid either way. Uh, so we'll see what happens and maybe he's back for another year in 2024. 